Well, thanks so much for joining us on Cranford Radio. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. Well, we've been away a little bit trying to catch up over the summer, and I think one great way to kind of uh, summarize some of the things that have been happening during the summer and some of the things that we can look forward to during the fall is by talking about downtown Cranford. And we're joined here on Cranford Radio today by Karen Demian. She is the director of downtown Cranford, along with Michelle Stavro, who is the social media coordinator for downtown Cranford. Welcome to Cranford Radio. Thank you so much for having us. We're Thank happy to you. be here. I've previously done interviews about downtown Cranford, but uh, there's so much that happens and so much changes in just a short period of time. I think it's certainly worthwhile to uh, kind of catch up a bit and find out some of the things that have recently gone on and some of the things that you have planned in the future. But why don't we start off for those folks who may not be familiar with downtown Cranford and your office. Tell us a little bit about what your office does, Karen, if you would. Sure. Um, so um, our office is also known as the Office of Business and Economic Development. So we work within our special improvement district, which is um, our downtown, and we work with our business and property owners. Um, you know, if there's new businesses coming in, um, if businesses need assistance, we also work on the maintenance of the downtown. So you'll always see us, you know, updating our planters and, you know, maybe bringing in new bike racks and just trying to work on bringing foot traffic to the downtown to, to help our stores. Is it accurate for me to say that a big part of your responsibilities in the office are to simply bring people to downtown and then it's the the responsibility of the business people to get them to come on back? <laughs> um, yeah, I would say that's probably true. We, we really focus on trying to bring people from outside of Cranford or people within the community to to visit the downtown and you know they hopefully get to visit our wonderful stores and and then they become repeat customers because they have a great experience. And Michelle, talking about letting people know about what's going on with your role as the social media coordinator, that's a that's an important part of any kind of marketing today is getting out there on various social media platforms and telling folks what's going on. Tell us a little bit about what you do, if you would, please. Sure. Um, so I've been in this role for a number of years, and my main focus, like you said, is social media. So a big part of that is promoting the events before they happen, and then also doing a recap after they happen. So we post a lot of uh, pictures, we post some videos, we send out newsletters, we always want to let people know what's coming up and how they can become involved. And part of that also not so much the social media side, but our outreach is also like you were saying to the businesses, to let them know how they can be a part of these events to help bring people downtown and help people discover their businesses. Now, this was something that NJ.com did for a couple of years in a row. And Perhaps they paused it because of COVID, or perhaps they just knew that uh, downtown Cranford would win again. But winning the best downtown in New Jersey two years in a row, I think the only two years that they had the contest, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, that might be true. I yeah, we, so. <laughs> have, we have a very supportive community and a lot of very supportive Facebook groups. We were very, very grateful to, to get the title two years in a row. <laughs> And I imagine that uh, that brings a lot of people into town, things like that, where it's recognition from somebody outside of town to let them know some of the great things that are happening downtown. Yeah, actually, um, it's been pretty neat when people bring it up. And it's actually, you know, we had a store come to town because they saw that we were the top downtown that was uh, Delise Macarons. So they that's kind of how we got on their radar. So we're very grateful to NJ.com, um, you know, for the opportunity. And, you know, it's great exposure for us. And that gets into another aspect, I guess, of your responsibilities. It's not just bringing people into downtown, but also letting potential business owners 
know about some of the opportunities that exist in downtown Cranford. Tell us a little bit about that part of it that perhaps is uh, a little more hidden from public view, if you would. I would say the past few months, we've actually been inundated with calls with people that want to open up in Cranford, but our vacancy is extremely low. So we kind of actually keep a spreadsheet of of people that want to open and we try to connect them with our property owners for, you know, if there's ever an opening down the road. But, you know, Cranford's in a really great place in some ways at the moment, just because our our vacancy is extremely low and and our, our stores are doing well. Obviously, COVID presented some challenges. Tell us a little bit about how you dealt with some of those challenges in terms of getting people to come when perhaps there wasn't a whole lot of traveling that was going on, restaurants. Obviously, it was a very challenging time for them, uh, at least in the early days of COVID and the lockdown. What what were some of the challenges you had then, and, and how did you overcome those? I have to give Michelle a lot of credit because she, you know, she did such a great job with our social media. And, you know, we did a now more than ever campaign that I think people really embraced. And we really tried to just rethink how we did some of the events in the past. We tried to do a lot of events that were outdoors, that people felt comfortable coming to, um, you know, really just to try to support our businesses because it was such a stressful time for, you know, for not only our business owners, but our property owners, you know, the residents, and just tried to bring some things to be a bit of a diversion from from everyday life. and, and And people really seemed to embrace it. One of the things you, you touched on this a little bit about some of the events that uh, you're in charge of, th- it seems like there's always something going on in downtown Cranford. Tell us about some of the most successful ones that you've had in the past before we get into some of the things that are upcoming. We've been really lucky that people have embraced our um, some of our, our newer ideas that we've had. We, we are actually finishing up uh, story time with police and fire. We do that every Thursdays, every Thursday at 10 a.m., um, at the gazebo. And we probably get about like 40 to 60 yeah. people every week. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's been really great working with our police and fire department. They're so supportive of us. So we're very grateful for that relationship. I don't know, Michelle, what are some of your other events that you can think of? Um, we did a new one this year, school's out for summer. And that was, I think the day or two after school ended. And it was just an opportunity for people to come downtown and like get some free cotton candy, get some balloon mm-hmm. animals, and also remind them about how much downtown has to offer when they're home over the summer. I mentioned things that are going to be upcoming. Uh, Of course, one of the biggest ones, I guess, is the Scarecrow Stroll. But there are other things. Tell us uh, about those, the stroll, as well as some of the other events that are going to be coming up in the months ahead. Um, Well, Michelle actually just released today the registration for the Scarecrow Stroll. So where it's going into its 15th year, um, which is exciting. The first year, I believe they had about 45 scarecrows. Last year, we had about 130, yeah. I would say. Wow. Um, it's really grown, which is awesome. Um, this year, the scarecrow stroll will start on October 14th, and it will go through October 31st. And um, I think everyone thinks we're a little crazy, but we're hoping to have one <laughs> event every day of the scarecrow stroll. So it'll vary in size, but... Cranford um, really loves Halloween, and and we're you know we're happy to support their love of Halloween. Yes, what else is is coming up uh, in the months ahead? In September, we're going to have um, the we work with the artist framer and fire me up on um, the community paint out or plain air as some people know it. We're actually hoping to bring a new event in the end of September if we can make it happen called Pasta La Vista Baby. So that'll be a pasta tasting stroll throughout the downtown. Um, our big event is October 1st. We have a haunted Cranford history tour. Um, we're gonna we're working with haunted um, history productions. So that's a new event for us, which we're 
we're really uh, excited to bring to town and we hope people really are excited to attend. So um, that'll be October 1st um, and people can see more information on our website. We've touched on so many of the events that are happening in downtown Cranford, but it's a constantly updated list. How can folks stay up to date with what is going on in downtown Cranford? Um, The best way for people to find out what's coming up, they can go to our Facebook page. Um, They can always check Instagram. Or if they're not on social media, they can always check our website. Uh, We keep it constantly updated. And it has more than events, too. It has information about the downtown, about new businesses that are opening. Um, So it's a great resource for people to find out what's coming up and to just stay up to date. One of the things that, as a person who who grew up in Crawford, so I've been here in the, the 1960s and the 1970s, and all downtowns certainly have changed quite a bit from 40 or 50 years ago. But one of the things that's striking to me about downtown Cranford is how the number of restaurants and the specialties of restaurants has changed over the years. You know, when I was growing up, you'd have some corner luncheonettes and you'd have, of course, an Italian restaurant and, you know, a, a place like Coach and Four, which was kind of a, a general restaurant that people would go to. But talk a little bit about the important role that restaurants play in terms of attracting people to downtown Cranford. Now, uh, well, I was just going to say, it's funny you mentioned that because we have a new restaurant that's going to be opening soon, um, Eight Thai, which is, you know, of course, a Thai restaurant. And the owner said that they came to Cranford because they saw the variety of restaurants here and they felt there was already such a vibrant dining scene that they knew they would fit in well. Um, so it really is like more success, I guess, beget success. Like they mm-hmm. saw that there were a number of restaurants here. People obviously support the restaurants. Um, and that's one of the reasons they sought out uh, Cranford. And I think too, just to add on to that, I mean, I think our rest, I mean, all of our businesses are so special, but you know, our restaurants tend to also like work a lot with each other. So they're always rooting each other on and they like kind of like even share supplies. And I just think there's such a, like a great community um, and relationship between all the restaurants here. You know, Cranford's a great place for dining, that's for sure. One of the things that I think that's rather interesting about downtown Cranford is how you've worked with the Cranford Theater. Uh, We had a a brief period, fortunately, where we thought we might have lost the Cranford Theater, but thank goodness to the the ownership, uh, Doreen and, and others that that reopened and has become a vibrant part of downtown. But talk a little bit about the relationship and how you've worked with the Cranford Theater, if you would, please. Sure. Um, well, we're very grateful to Syag family for, you know, you know, for opening the theater. That was definitely a stressful time when the theater was closed. But, um, you know, we we're very lucky that they chose Cranford to reopen. And we've really tried to partner with them as well as, you know, all of our businesses just on doing activities and events to highlight you know, the importance of going to the theater. Um, you know, they opened and a few months later, COVID hit. Um, and, you know, we were lucky they did the drive-in, like, you know, they're doing everything they can to kind of keep them, their name out there. Um, and, you know, we just kind of continue to try to work with them on bringing things to town, you know, for families to see how important it is and fun it is to go to the theater. You know, we're going to do another another movie in October. We're going to be doing Ghostbusters. So we'll be doing a Ghostbusters event as part of the Scarecrow Stroll, um, you know, with the theater. So we always are trying to partner with them um, just to make sure people are recognizing what a diamond we have, you know, in town. So, And the theater, too, is also so important in regards to bringing people from other towns to Cranford. Mm-hmm. You know, 
a great way for people to see the town. They'll come here, hopefully go to a movie, maybe go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure uh, people understand how important it is. Yeah. Streaming is so convenient, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. uh, but it is really important to, you know, to support our theater. I always say if every person in Cranford bought one movie ticket a year, you know, the, the theater would, would be in a good place, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's up to the community to, to show their support. and, And thankfully Cranford always shows up. One of the things that relates to that, you may go to the Cranford Theater to see a movie, but you can come to downtown Cranford to see a movie being made. Talk a little bit about some of the experiences with filmmaking in downtown Cranford. We recently talked with David Schoner from the uh, New Jersey Film and and Television uh, Commission, and he talked about Cranford in general. He talked a little bit about downtown Cranford specifically, but what's that process like? <laughs> uh, well, we're very grateful for our relationship with David Schoner. He's amazing and so supportive of us. Um, but it's a really long process where you know we we start our meetings early. Um, they meet with the police department to talk about safety and security. You know, um, you know we've we've had to turn some projects away just because we find they might be too intrusive to our businesses or residents. So it's always trying to find like walk that fine line of what can we have here that you know, is, is kind of exciting, not too much of a disruption. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, we're really excited that people love to come to Cranford and, you know, we're, we always welcome them. We think it's, it's great to see them like invest in our community. One of the projects that you did earlier this year was, um, the Cranford gift card. And mm-hmm. it was something that involved more than just downtown Cranford. It also involved the business districts in the Centennial Avenue region, as well as Raritan Road. Do you see more opportunities where you can partner with some of those other businesses that are outside of the boundaries of downtown, so to speak, uh, to to promote the town as a whole? You know, that's a really good question. Um, you know, because we are we are funded by our property owners just within the the special improvement district, where you know we are kind of locked into you know who we're able to work with. But for the gift card program. Um, we were very lucky because we worked with two people who helped sponsor the program. And that was uh, Steve Oliveira. He's a realtor in town um, and um, Chris DeMello who owns Home Got Owned. So they actually helped us get the program off the ground. And because of that, we felt that we could open it up to the entire community. Um, and the program's gone really well. It's If you don't know about it, it's a it's a pretty much a Visa gift card, but it's closed loop. Uh, you can only use it in brick and mortar stores in town. I think we've sold about like $55,000 worth of gift cards so far. Um, And, you know, that money goes right back to the businesses as people use their gift cards. So, um, you know, my message to anyone listening to this is if you have a downtown Cranford gift card, go out and use it in a store because that that always helps. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask a little bit of conjecture here if you're comfortable answering this. In your perfect world, what are some things that you would love to see happen in the future in downtown Cranford? (laughs) <laughs> well, <laughs> how long do we have? <laughs> um, I mean, there's so much to do. Um, I mean, I think, you know, the downtown's in such a great place. And and that, I mean, and it truly is a, a community effort. Um, we have an amazing volunteer board of 11 people that support our office. Um, you know, we have an amazing township committee and of course, everyone in, in the building that support us on our projects. But I'm, we're hoping people continue to kind of embrace our event ideas. Um, there's a lot of maintenance projects we're hoping to do. 
Um, we'd like to add more bike racks and planters and artwork hopefully seating and, and artwork. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's a lot to do. Um, you know, my, my big dream is to, you know, kind of work on the train station. Um, but that's, you know, that I think will take a while, but, um, you know, there's a lot to do here and, but we're, we're very grateful because we can't do a lot of it without the support of our other departments. I think a lot of people too, don't necessarily realize sometimes they think downtown, our office is just events yeah, and there's so much more than that. And like Karen said, there's also a lot that, you know, other departments also help us out with. So there's just a lot of moving parts Mm -hmm. to keep everything running. We've talked a lot about the businesses of downtown Cranford, but something that's become increasingly important in recent years are people living in downtown Cranford. How does that fit into what you do? And how does that also feed the business community in downtown Cranford? Um, I mean, I think people really love living in the downtown. Um, You know, sometimes we, you know, it's great to see how much they support our businesses, you know, whether they're going to get a coffee or they're getting ice cream. Um, You know, there does seem to be a big draw for living downtown. It's nice to see, you'll see people sometimes coming out of the apartment buildings and they'll go like into Pastosa and they'll be picking up dinner. You know, they'll just basically be able to walk outside their door and, you know, get dinner or get lunch or something. You know, people really, that's one of the reasons people like living in Cranford and in downtown because, and it's also, you know, we talk about the restaurants a lot, but it's more than that. You know, besides the shopping in the restaurants, maybe their dentist is downtown, maybe they're getting their haircut downtown. You know, there is a lot of stuff that's right here. You mentioned the railroad station, and I think the railroad and downtown Cranford really go hand in hand. If you look way back into the 19th century when the railroad first came through town and they decided to put a station there, that's how the downtown was kind of created. And and you can see the importance of a railroad station in the downtown. You look at other towns that surround us that didn't have that, like Clark, let's say, for example, where there really is no discernible downtown per se. Do you work at all with NJ Transit in terms of the importance of of the train and the role the train station plays in downtown Cranford? And again, it also ties into one of the reasons people may want to live in downtown Cranford is they can simply walk to their commute. Um, Well, I know the town works very closely with NJ Transit. Um, And, you know, we've been working with them just in regards to maintenance and we're trying to actually do an art project I mean, the relationship with NJ Transit is so important. I mean, the train station's in the heart of the community. It's such an asset. It's why a lot of people move here, you know, because they're able to still get to their job if they maybe want to move out of the city. Um, But, you know, I I do think having a train station here is is really kind of definitely an asset to the downtown. Well, one of the things that I understand is going to be coming to downtown Cranford, something that we've seen in a lot of the residential areas around town, is a little library. Tell us a bit about that and what's planned for that. Sure. So actually back in, um, I would say 2020, the end of 2020, uh, we had a a Cranford resident, Grace uh, Vincor, and um, Commissioner Mary O'Connor reached out to our office about doing a little library. And I thought we thought it was a great idea, um, but we wanted to make it really special. So um, it took us a little bit to to get it done, but we are working with um, David from Think Outside the Cube. He's a contractor and as well as an artist. And he helped us um, make the library like a replica of the Cranford Hotel. So we got oh, permission wow. from Frank DiTulio. Um, he was really excited about it. We got the plans for the hotel. 
Um, and we, it, you know, it's, it's still in the works. We're hoping to release it in September, uh, get it installed by the gazebo, but um, it literally has like the balcony, it has a sign. Um, it's going to be really great. And right now it's actually at the artist framer. So Stephanie and her team are going to be painting it, um, you know, to look exactly like the hotel, but we're calling it the Cranford Book Hotel. So oh. it'll be a great, hopefully a great addition to town. And, and we hope people really enjoy it. Very good. Something that will be open 24 seven. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been talking on this edition of Cranford Radio with Karen Demian. She is the director of Downtown Cranford and Michelle Stavro, who is the social media coordinator for Downtown Cranford. Thank you both so much for being my guests on Cranford Radio. Thank you so much, Bernie. Thank you.